This episode, batteries, some things to know. Batteries, they're an integral part of our modern life, but what do you really know about them? The Handyman Pros do a quick synopsis on battery technology, what you need to know about choosing batteries, and a couple of tips that can help save you time, money, and aggravation. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repair. This edition is entitled, Batteries, Some Things to Know. To help explain, I'm here with my ever-cheerful co-host and old buddy, John. John, what have you been doing this week? Um, being cheerful. <laughs> being uh, cheerful. <laughs> it helps when alcohol's involved. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm still I'm still walking around. Um I'm happy so far. Uh so uh good. That's everything's good. I'll tell you what, Larry, um it, you know, based based upon a couple of things that we were talking about uh before the show, I I I was up in I was up in the attic. And you know, I've got a I I love these heads the the the, the head headset the lights that you wear on your head. Um because you can use your hands and everything. Right, and I'll right. tell you what, um, I have replaced most of my batteries with rechargeable batteries now because I was just getting killed by the cost. And I, I will tell you that um, I have noticed a couple of things that we're going to talk about here that that headlamp was really, I wasn't getting any time out of that thing anymore. Um, with some of the rechargeable batteries, so that's which kind of puts you in the dark. But um, boom, yeah, puts me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was in the dark, baby, and I, uh, you know, I I found out why, and I should have known better. But um, you know, that's uh, some of the things we're going to talk about uh, when we uh, get into uh, discussing batteries and what, uh, what the folks out there need to know about uh, rechargeable batteries, yeah, about as rechargeable well batteries. as uh, non-rechargeable. Right. So, as we said in the intro, you know, today batteries are an integral part of your world, right? So you you use batteries all the time. You just you might not even realize it, right? But I mean, everybody knows about their cell phones, and they know. But think about the batteries that you use that you don't think about, right? So your car battery, right? I mean, everybody, you don't think about it till the darn thing dies, right? And then you're like, oh, I need a new battery, right? And just and, went through it. Just went through it, right? And <laughs> everybody's gone through it. And you know, your cell phones and your laptops and your cameras and your this and you're that and i mean i mean there's a battery in almost everything in, in our case in our headlamps and our tools um we use i mean we're using you know we we've basically gone all our power tools now are, are cordless and they're all run on batteries so we got thinking about it and john and i um both we both used to do we used to play with remote control airplanes a lot it's a long story why we don't anymore but we won't get into that but um we drew we learned john would you say we learned a lot from our rc remote control world experience and about batteries yeah, it really does bring you back to your electronics class. If anybody's you know uh, had had those in their in their past, um, you know when you're when you were talking about especially what what we were doing and what what kind of things that we had to figure out in terms of putting um, motors and and what kind of batteries and controllers and things together and and uh, you know voltage and amperage and and um, watts and yeah, blah, blah, watts blah. and uh, and the capacities <laughs> in terms of milliamp hours and things like that. You you know you really had to start to uh, to calculate those things. And it, it was it, science, it, baby. It was it was science. You know it really. <laughs> and, and guess what? Science worked. <laughs> I was well, like, hey, look, it worked know, most of the time. <laughs> yeah, it was it was back to my electronic classes. You know, and um, I was like, whoa. I, 
Yeah, I had forgotten some of this stuff, you they know. Power to weight ratios and all kinds of cool things. But anyway, that we we just we spent we learned so to we're we're probably maybe what 10 years out of this gig from doing it really doing it every single week. Um but at that time, John, would you say we were really on the cutting edge of battery technology? Um yeah, so that's I, I would absolutely say that and and because it's a hobby, right? It's a hobbyist thing. Right. And the batteries that we use, Larry, as you know, were um, were, were called uh, lipo batteries. Yeah, lithium polymer. Um, so. Lithium polymer batteries, and you really didn't see those in in any consumer products. You know, they everything else was other types of uh, batteries, but the ones that we were using were, you know, pretty much cutting edge, and you had to be really careful, really of, careful of, the, of those things on how you charged them and things like that. That's why they didn't really release those things to the general public for, per se for the consumer products because they're they're pretty volatile. You know, if you don't know what you're doing, you think. Well, we'll, yeah. t- we'll tell some stories in a little yeah. while. <laughs> we're not going to we're not going <laughs> yeah, to belabor side, that right yeah, now. Yeah, we're going to talk about some was, safety sides of things. But yeah, we'll was, t- we'll talk about funny. Yeah, we'll talk about some of our our personal experiences with uh, with really cutting edge technology at the time in the battery world. And since then, we we know the battery world has changed a little bit. But the, what we wanted to let you, our listeners, know is that the basics of battery technology have really has not changed at all from the day f- when batteries were first created. Right, so the the basics of what you need to know is the, what we're going to impart um, as part of this show. So first off, we wanted to just discuss rechargeable versus non-rechargeable batteries, right? So you can go down the store and buy alkaline batteries, right, John? I mean, and, yeah, and they work absolutely. really well, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody's done it. Everybody goes down and buys a pack of batteries, you know, and those are the non-rechargeable ones. And please do not ever put those in a recharger. Yes. <laughs> you know, do not, do which, not. Which is um, another thing we'll talk about in the fire. safety series. Don't throw them in a fire either. We'll right. get to that in a minute. Yep. Um, but, um, yeah, so, you know, you, you know what those are. And you basically kind of have a sense of how long they last, whether you kind of time it or not. You kind of have a sense, you know. And they and they do a very good job, but you know on the other side of things they they cost money. They and they some get a of them are you know yeah. yeah especially when you're using stuff over and over again. You know I was using a, a lot of not, uh, non-rechargeable batteries for my uh, keyboard and mouse on my computer, and all of a sudden I was like, whoa, you know I'm starting to feel like I'm racking up some bucks here throwing that stuff away. So I went to rechargeables. And then pretty soon, you know, of course, all of our tools and things that we use are rechargeables. Right. Um, and then I p- start to put rechargeable batteries in my headlamps and, you know, everything else. Um, and so, the next thing you know, you know that's, that's what most of what you have, switch. right? Yeah, yeah, I basically have made the switch. So let's talk about batteries, too. So when we talk about rechargeables, right, there are two basic types, right? There's wet cells and dry cells. So let's yeah, just, that's, let's just yeah. quick talk about that. So, yeah, yeah. So the wet cells, everybody knows is, um, you know, your car battery, right? Um, which, which was a, a lead acid battery, you know, lead and, and, and the sulfuric acid. And, you know, Larry, I know that 
you were telling me that that things have changed over the time with with that now um a little bit so. but yeah they infuse lead into fabric now but there's still a lead component to it but the reason they're called wet cells is is that there's acid in there and there's actually yeah, there's, acid there's liquid in there. inside the battery so it's a it's a, a vessel that contains liquid right and it that's right it happens to be an acid-based battery and then there's dry cells and dry cells are more like what we consider modern rechargeable batteries are they're not they're not wet inside right so they're made of either they're made of a bunch of different things but just depends on what which particular chemistry you have and we're again we're not doing a chemistry show but uh, we did want to talk a little bit of a brief history on dry cell batteries because wet cell batteries basically are the same as they've been for I don't know, a hundred years, I guess the lead acid battery hasn't changed. Yeah. It has, it's yeah, changed, really, it's changed yeah. slightly, but the basic premise of it is still the same. Yeah. So, and yeah, we, again, we're not getting into this great right. technical conversation about it. So that's dry right. cells, let's talk a, a, qu a little quick, brief history. So, you know, when I was, uh, most of the batteries that I had interfaced, uh, with, um, and at the first part of all this was, was, um, uh, nickel cadmium batteries, NICADs, and you'll still see those around. They were used quite extensively in uh, in aviation, um, and you know we I've done a lot of work on those things with all kinds of. You know, I'm not going to get into all kinds of the deep discharges and stuff, but there's characteristics about NICADs that were good, and it was the best thing going at the time for you know rechargeable without having a you know. Um, the big heavy lead acid right. type of uh, batteries, you know. Right. Uh, and then we kind of moved on in the in the world of uh, nickel metal hydride batteries, and that was a different type of chemistry than NICAD, and there was advantages to it. You know, they lasted longer. A lot of times that these batteries, when you charged them up, they own their shelf life on the pretty charge short. was very was very limited, very yeah, short. short. Yeah. Um, and it was very disappointing, right? I mean, because if you were continually using them or charging them, yeah, you couldn't count on them. And that right. was, and that, right. and that became something that was really, really appealing to the consumer out there with the alkaline batteries, the non-rechargeable batteries. Right, because they had long shelf stick, lives or have exactly. Yeah. You could stick them in the drawer, and they would be, you know, boy, they'd be fresh, you know, a year or two later, actually. Um, but, uh, you know, so we're still, we're now we're talking about rechargeable batteries. So then you had the nickel metal hydride batteries and then now we kind of move on to, um, lithium ion batteries. Yeah. Or lithium based products, which there's a bunch yeah. of different chemistries and we're not going to get into that. But most of what you're seeing today is lithium ion batteries. Lithium ion. And, and, you know, this is what everybody would, you know, has in their, in their cell phones. Yeah, and this is really so. Lithium ion is kind of the best of of it's the, right now. It's the best technology that's out there for a lot of reasons. It's a, we're not again. We're not going to get into the real details of it, but it 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 is light. Um, all of the previous batteries, NICADs and nickel metal hydrides, were relatively heavy, and they were relatively large right. in form factor for the amount that's of right. energy that they stored. And it's not been until. So, folks, I don't. We don't know how old you are, and we don't care. But if you remember back in the initial days of cell phones, because we're going to use cell phones as a great example, right? When the first cell phones first came out, they were in what, John? A bag, right? You remember they were in a oh, bag. Yeah. And what of how much of that bag was actually actually the electronics that ran the cell phone? Not much. Yeah, the whole yeah. <laughs> it was mostly right. battery, right? And they right. were they were big and they were clunky and they were heavy. And I don't remember what batteries they used. I'm sure they used nickel metal hydride. They yeah, might they have used, used Nike. The, they actually used a sealed. They actually used like a sealed battery, a sealed uh, lead battery. Oh, lead really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was it was pretty 
it is is pretty awful. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so modern electronics have largely been the result of battery technology getting better. And lithium lithium ion and lithium, you know, the lithium-based products is what's really made your cell phones today really small and super powerful. So, you know, That's right. a, I mean, as as we always say, the um a cell phone today has more power than what we put a man on the moon with. In fact, your calculator has more power than what we put a man on the mm. moon with. But um be that as it may, this this technology base has become is is continuing to evolve and we know there's batteries, there's there's people out there working on battery technology right now to run bigger, more powerful things and we'll we can kind of we'll touch on some of that when we get down into some of the battery basics, but when you, some of this stuff doesn't scale up into big size well, so it works great in your phone, but it won't run the car that well, right? It won't run that big, heavy thing. And, and we're, again, we're not going to get into a big debate on this, but we just want you to kind of understand. But lithium-ion has changed the way we do, the way we live today, because now we all have a phone. We all have, you know, we, John, you and I were talking about before the show, I've got my security cameras are, are all run on batteries, you know, and, and so forth and so on. What, you know, basically what can't you get that's battery? Our tools yeah. are lithium-ion-based tools, you know. So pretty pretty substantial change in our in our lifestyle due to battery technology, right, which is why it's so important. Um, you, do you have anything to add to that, John? No, I, you know, I, one of the things, and in, in, in through the progression of time here with, with the, different, uh, the different types of chemistry and the technologies of batteries is, you know, you wanted to get to, a, like you said, I'll just sum up a little bit of, uh, here, is that, that the form factor, uh, the size of it, the shape of it have become smaller. The, the energy that uh, the, the, uh, the densities of the battery have become much greater, better, more power coming out of there in a smaller form factor, plus... Um, what we want to know as consumers is that they once once they're charged in this in the lithium state in this these new lithium ion batteries, you know they hold their charge for a long time, really without long time. without um, you know dissipating. You know they they'll dissipate a little bit over time, but not like the old ones. Not like the so old ones. So that yeah. this this allows all this all the creativity now of create you know, of of being able to uh, make all these electronics that have become very small but yet last a long time and you can put a lot of power inside of them. Um, so, you know, that this is, this is the kind of progression that we're all kind of going through. Now the show here is, you know, we wanted to talk about this because you're going, you're interfacing with these, these different types of technology with, you know, your tools. Well, your tools, yeah, your, and, you know, all your tools, right? Your tools and electronics. Yeah. So I consider and, a computer yeah, to be a everything, tool, right? Yeah, everything. So we wanted to kind of do, you know, go through that a little bit. So now you kind of got the groundwork of, of where we're headed here. Yeah, and, and folks, have you ever had a battery that you just feel just runs out of power too soon? So that's what we're that's part of what we're going to talk about because that's where we're going with this, right? So John, let's talk about battery basics, right? So what what are the three big things in a battery, right? There's voltage, there's amperage, and there's storage capacity, right? That's right. So that's right. Let's talk voltage first thing, just because. Yeah, well, voltage voltage is basically it's basically the the force or the pressure, um, if you will, like a like a pipe. You know the the amount of water pressure behind a pipe. That's that's what voltage is. Right. So you have the d- different different voltages um, in in different size form factors, and and uh, you know you'll see you know these these cells are generally one and a half volts or or thereabouts, right? Well, um, most lithiums you know, from, are they're three volts in lithium generally. But well, anyway, you know from 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 a from, uh, you, know, you know I'll just go back and if you're going to go buy a like a, a AAA battery or a AA battery, right? 
Yeah, it's one and a half volts. Yeah. So, so, but you know, you can get it in that form factor. You can get it in a C. You can get it in a D. You know, they scale up, which means that there's more, more capacity inside those batteries and the same voltage, right? But right. they're just, but they're just you know heftier for the for the, the, the milliamp hour rating of those batteries, which is the amount of gas in the tank, if you will. Right. Um, Great analogy. So, and um, you know, then you then you have um, you know the amps. And that's really how fast that voltage is rushing rushing through right. based upon how it's being discharged. Let's step back on voltage for just a second. So the way that battery packs increase voltages, they they do what's called Weyermann series, and you actually add up the voltage of the individual cells. Is that correct? Yeah. So you either do you know series or parallel. Right. And that's there's two different reasons for that. Um, one is to increase voltage. One is to add capacity, add capacity. to the, the overall battery pack. Right. So for voltage, they they Weyermann series, and that increases. It. So it's generally, in, if you use three volts, it's generally so. Like we use eighteen volt packs in our in our tools, right? So we right. know that we take eighteen and we divide it by three, right? And we end up with six battery cells in there. And concurrently, John, you and I have torn apart our battery packs on our tools, and lo and behold, there's. <laughs> Six cells in yeah. there, right? So yep. this is how this is how. And when you go to a, another, uh, for example, there's a tool company that sells um, forty volt um, um, tools, and they sell eighteen volt tools, right? So that forty volt tool is really only it's two eighteen volt packs plus one more cell on it, basically. So it's what? So I said six, so it's twelve. It's thirteen cells in there. We'll make that forty volts, and the volts is again that's the pressure and, and that sort of thing. But that's just to kind of give you a conceptual like like what's the difference in the volts, right? If you took two of your car batteries and you wired them in series, you now have a twenty four volt battery. So the concept mm-hmm. is the same whether you're dealing with wet cells. And by the way, big trucks generally start on 24 volts, just so you understand. Mm-hmm. Not the, you know, just so mm-hmm. you kind of understand. But that they just take two batteries and they wire them in, into series, and then you get 24 volts, which gives you a little more power is what it is. And so um, that that's just want to have that concept out there so you understand. You know, well, what's why is this one 18 volts and this one's you know nine volts or whatever? That's the basics on voltage, right? Is that did we cover that pretty well, John? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good primer. Okay, so amps are what? Well, the amperage is like I was just saying that the amperage is really you know how much how much is rushing through the pipe, right? Based upon the you know based upon how how much resistance is on the other side. I'm not going to go through the whole scientific thing, yeah. You know the the physics of it, if you will, but you know it's it's basically you know how fast are you discharging discharging that battery, right? Which and is gallons with per that minute. comes consequences, you know. Uh, yeah, right, right, exactly. That's a that's a good way to look at it. And you know, with that comes you know some things, right? Um, you know, that's really determines a lot of power that can that happens at the other end of this thing, right. you know, in the in the in the tool. Um, but just know that you know the, the easiest way to think about it is that you know when you're when you're using a tool or using anything with a battery in it, and the thing starts getting warm. It's putting out some. It's putting out some power. It's putting out okay? some amps. And, yep. Yeah, and that's and that's the amperage. Or even letting it sit, letting it sit in the sun, which you shouldn't do. But anyway, be that as it may. Um, all right. So then the other the other big capacity or the other big thing there is called the it's we call it the storage capacity. It is rated as milliamps per hour, or it'll sometimes be referred to as amp hours, right? AH or MAH, right? right? And mm-hmm. this is the part that so. 
volts and amps for most of the things that we're using out there in the world, you really don't even need to worry about it. Now, I will say, just make sure that your voltage is the same. So you don't want to run, uh, you know, if something is rated to run at one and a half volts, don't put a, a you know, nine volt battery in it, right? Makes common sense, but it's not, it, it, I mean, it makes sense, right? And in most Ooh. cases, it's almost impossible to do that. There are a few select cases where the battery form factors will fit, like in, a, in particularly in certain power tools, older ones at this point, but older power tools where they made 18-volt batteries were the same as 12-volt batteries. And when you put an 18-volt battery into a 12-volt tool, uh, it sort of changed how that tool worked, like incredibly, yeah. you know, and in, and in an incredible way. Didn't didn't necessarily destroy it, but it kind of made it unusable. To be honest, it made it unusable because yeah. it, it, it it's a long story, and I don't want to get into it. But it makes it run super fast, is what it does. It makes it run fast, and so you you you're like, what the hell's going on? And then you realize you put the wrong battery in it. Um, so. Generally, the, the, between volts and amps, it's not something that most people have to worry about. The, the form factor of the battery is going to tell you, like, when, you don't worry about volts and amps in your cell phone. You just don't. It's not going to generally be something. But the next thing we're going to talk about is something that you is can control, yeah. and that's storage capacity. And storage capacity is basically, John said earlier, how much gas is in the tank, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, so, the, so here's, so here's the take. One of the takeaways here is that you know I was, <clears throat> I was telling you that I was switching batteries, you know, um, from from non-rechargeable, you know, alkaline batteries to rechargeable batteries, like in my headset, my 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 headlamp. Um, and I wasn't, and, and I actually experienced this on my keyboard and mouse too. I went out and I bought batteries, and. It was the capacities of these rechargeable batteries were about half of the non-rechargeable batteries. So... And I didn't know that because a lot of this stuff is really it's, – it's not advertised on the package very um, uh, prominently, let's say. Right. You know, so uh, let, let me give you – let me put a, a stake in the ground here. Um, for people out there, you know, the, the little batteries that you might use in your keyboard or, or your, your mouse or things can be anywhere from a triple A, AAA, you know, the little ones or the double A batteries. So let me stake so, the ground with double uh, A. Everybody knows double A, the double A batteries, the double A batteries, uh, from an alkaline perspective are about what's known as 2,500, uh, milliamp hour batteries. Okay. M-A-H, milliamp hour. M-A-H, right. So now comparatively when you go to get a rechargeable battery you need to um not be not surprised <laughs> and <laughs> and and look for ba a bat a rechargeable battery that is very close to the 2500 they're going to cost a little bit more but a lot of them are sold that might only be half that half that much gas in the tank let's say and then you're going to say well wait a minute these rechargeable batteries are awful they don't last they don't put out the power like like alkaline, you know, the regular batteries do. But just know that, you know, both AAA and AA batteries, you know, have a stake in the ground of somewhere around 2,500 for AA's and about 11 or 1,200 for AAA's. But when you go get rechargeables, they're not prominently marked how much milliamp hours. You really have to dig for that. So I went out and I bought some, in this case, AAA batteries that were only 700 ma. Which you know MAH, which is about half of what a standard alkaline is. I bought some double A's that were somewhere around 1100, and the other ones were some you know the regular ones we just talked about were 2500. Well, lo and behold, right? 
it's they no last surprise about that half your the keyboard, time, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's no surprise that, you know, you put them in your keyboard, your mouse, your headlamps, you know, your whatever. And all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, these things are awful. They don't, they don't last. And then you kind of like, ah, I hate rechargeable batteries. Well, you just bought the wrong ones. You bought the, you know? and that's that's our that's our point. That's the tip is understand that they come in different specs, as you want to if you want to call it that. That's right. But they come with different they they come with different size gas tanks, and the form factor, meaning the size of the battery, is exactly the same. That's right. But the amount that it holds. I'm going to use my cell phone example. So I I had a uh, an iPhone six, blah blah blah. Anyway, I was going to change the battery out myself. Well, I take the battery out, and on those batteries, they happen to be a flat type battery and on that battery it said 1200 mAh and when I went to buy the new batteries I could have replaced it with a 1200 mAh but instead they also had 2200 mAh batteries and I me knowing what I know and this is where it's important to you folks I said shoot man no give me the bigger ones right give me the the 22 and they were slightly more money but I was sure. like I'm going to get extended life out of you know I don't have to charge so much and sure enough it was almost you know it was almost double the time it took I got double my cell phone time out of it and so it's like I had to charge half as much. And, and for me, that's important because we're in the field a lot and blah, blah, blah. So it's important to not to not do that. You know, the other thing, too, John, is that our, in our power tools, right, when we use – so I carry – you know, I carry the Ryobi tools, right, and, and I have a combination of um, 1.5, 2.0, and then 4 – AH, they call it AH, but it's still MAH. It's milliamp hours batteries. But I use I use those, and I use those for different tools depending on how much usage I'm going to get out of them, right? So, and they'll work across either one works in either tool. Doesn't matter because they're all 18 volt, and they all work. And if if I'm look if I'm really doing like say I'm using the impact gun and I'm putting screws in the deck, well if I'm if I've got you know a bazillion screws to put in, I'll slap a 4 AH battery in there because I know I'm going to get twice as long as my 2 AH battery out of it and i don't have to worry about you know it running out halfway through the job right but a lot of times like if i'm like when i carry my drill with me i i put a 2h battery in because it's also about half the weight and since it sits on my tool belt i don't want to carry around a you know a brick brick of batteries but it's kind of it's selecting the battery for the right tool and in that case i carry both of them but i know like like john you were saying about your blower right tell the blower story yeah well the you know the you know if you're using a blower use something that's really going to be running a lot you're going to be pulling a lot of amps for a long time right and that when your battery when that battery gets hot uh, you know that that thing's really been working. Um, so it, I, I think, Larry, you know, from 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 the perspective, you're just talking about the different size batteries and things. And, and folks, when you're out there looking for the batteries, you know, this is this is what you're going to be confronted with, you know, to choose because they sell these batteries in these different sizes. Um, still all 18 volts, let's say in this case, but they have more gas in the tank. Now, with more gas in the tank comes a little bit, They're, you know, in this case, they're bigger. Um, so, you know, a lot of times you're not going to need a, a great big battery on a, on a drill. Right, right. Um, but I will say that you can't, you know, if you use a small battery on something that takes a lot of power, um, like a saw, a cir- our circular saws, for, for instance. Right. Um, you're going to want a bigger battery. And I know this kind of... Uh, there's discussions all over the place on this, but it's true that the bigger, uh, even though they have more gas in the tank, these bigger batteries, they also will kick out more amps. Yeah, it's it's a it's a and, chemistry problem, and we're not going to get and, into it. But and, there's re- and, and, there's and a so, reason, and it is true, right? right. So. And, and and that is why they perform better. Bigger batteries perform better in heavy duty, even though you know even though they're the same. 
they they perform better in the, in the, in different tools. Right. Just just to be aware of that, uh, you know, out there. So, um, but you're right. You don't want to carry around a great big battery and no. something that doesn't re- doesn't require it. Let's <laughs> right. put it that way. Exa- yeah, so. it's ma- it's matching the jobs. But so so that probably for the average person that we're listening to, the biggest thing to worry about is that AH. And you made the great point, John. Particularly on those smaller batteries, you really have to look at the AH because you'll sit you'll you'll pick that wrong battery and you go, these things are all no good. Because I've been there. I did that too. I did exactly the same thing. That's why we have have this conversation. Get the yeah. big, get the bigger capacity. It's amazing. We we can't do anything with batteries, John, without talking a little bit about safety. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and and we, why why are we laughing? Why well we're laughing because in the RC world when we were playing around with some of these at the time they were very very exotic batteries. I'd still almost call them exotic batteries, and we were really on the cutting edge of of some of this lithium lithium technology. And they had some quirks. I think is a is a little yeah. bit of an understatement. Well, yeah, just yeah to put it in perspective, some of these batteries that we had. Um, you know, we had a, a, a three cell battery that would be, you know, uh, that probably fit, that fits in the palm of your hand. Yep. That, that would start a car. Yep. Absolutely. That would kick out that kind of amperage uh, that would start a car. Yeah. Um, not to go through, you know, the, the physics and, uh, you know, Ohm's law and everything. Right. But that is a incredible story, to, you know, about a about a battery that's that small kicking out. We we were doing kind of amps. We were doing stuff where we, we were talking about this before. But two things: we could weld with them. We actually could create enough amps that we could actually weld steel with them. And then and these were all batteries that were all small enough to fit. The form factor would fit in your hands. They were no more than eight inches long. That was a for me. That was yeah. a big battery, and I could weld with them. And the other thing that we were talking about um, that we could do with them was, um, uh, you know, I just drew a blank, John. What were we talking about? We can weld with them, we, and the power, the power that we were generating, start a car for sure. That was yeah. no problem. I mean, at all. it was it. it they, they were just incredible. Now, with that came a lot of. Um, oh, we were talking about horsepower, John. We were yeah, do- a lot of a lot of issues, a yeah. lot of issues around there, and so, so we used to go out and we used to have you know these planes that uh, that <laughs> the. Some of the some of the, the the little motors on these things, you know, were kicking out what a horsepower two horsepower on a, on a little motor you would even not even know it but when you do the math on it uh volts volts times amps e- equals watts and uh 746 watts or somewhere there's about is a horsepower, a horsepower so you can so you can do uh, do the math on that um and, and you know some of the some of these batteries that we had were what 12 12 volt batteries that were kicking out 12, 60 18. amps yeah i mean we we were 18, easily generating two to three horsepower on a plane that weighed oh, i don't know 20 ounces <laughs> yeah we, t- we tend to overpower a little bit Let's so just, you know not to get into so, it but anyway um but then but then with that kind of current draw okay that amp is that you can only send so much amps uh through a um wire uh you know specific size wire <laughs> and solder so you when you test <laughs> when you test out a battery and you really go to short that thing out or you know really pull a lot of amps on it uh things start to burn up yeah they do and, uh, and 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 the initial batteries, the lithium polymer batteries that we had, were very very. I don't want to say that they weren't dangerous, but you had to be very very aware of that. You had to be aware that a you could draw enough heat through those wires to melt the solder on the joints because we had it happen, and which is which is pretty hot. And the other side is is that they were also lithium polymer in particular, lithium in general, folks. If you don't know this, it it is it is does not. 
when oxygen touches it, it it ignites. So it literally, it does not explode, as they say, but it ignites. It burns. It burns like magnesium. It burns extremely hot, somewhere in the neighborhood of 3,500 to 4,000 degrees. And there were two basic safety issues that we had at the time, which was charging. You could you could overcharge the batteries, which in turn would break the seals and cause them to ignite. Now, this is this technology today has changed. Lithium ion did not do that as much. It was very, very difficult to get a lithium ion battery to ignite. That's why that's most of the technology that you see. Um, but also, um, the, the lithium polymer was very susceptible. If you damaged the battery, it would ignite. And... Um, we both, John. I almost burned my house down, um, and you. And you. What did you do? You almost. Yeah, did something. I, I had one. I had one light up on a on a bench out in. It's you know. Thank God we were out in the middle of nowhere, really. Yep, yep. But you know, I turned around for for a few minutes, and the next thing I know, this thing is, you know, blowing and going, man, off like, like a, a Roman like candle. A flare. Yeah, it was like a flare. Crazy. It was going crazy. You know, I remember you flying around, and and you know, you know, I don't know how fast that that thing was going. But it just burst into flames, you know. <laughs> you, you know, so you know it's one of those things. But you know, folks, everybody out there, you're not using these kind of batteries, and you're not doing what we were doing so you, with them. Yeah, you're not all. doing anything what we were doing. But um, you know, we certainly got an appreciation of uh, you know battery safety. Battery uh, safety, from, right? I mean, that was a, that was a lesson in in, in that. So let's uh, talk about so, lead acid on the safety side. So your car battery. <clears throat> Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, folks, you know, I, you know, this isn't a lesson in, the, in in jumping cars and things like that. But when you when you hook up and, you know, jumper cables and stuff, you do not want to spark, do not want to spark that battery, you know, a sparks around that battery because it's hydrogen. Right. In, so in the in the in the chemical process of of charging, it releases hydrogen with the lead and the, and the sulfuric acid. And that stuff is very explosive. Think Hindenburg. And, yeah, yeah, you know, think so it's a, you know, it, when you when you're doing it, make sure that the both your jumper cables are not on the terminals of those batteries. You know, make sure one of them's on some other ground somewhere, and then the then the positive is on the battery. But um, I've seen it happen. I've done it. I was welding one time with a battery out of my Jeep in the in the garage, and it a spark <laughs> a spark went over, and it and it and it blew the battery apart. Yeah. And of course, you know, inside that battery is all acid. And right. so the acid flew all over the place and all over me, you know, and, and basically ate my my monkey suit I was wearing at the time <laughs> as, as a mechanic off me. You know, it's like, man. Yeah, and so, it is sulfuric acid as well, which yeah. is very, very caustic, especially to skin. So yeah. um, you want to be super careful. You know, even be careful if you're moving a car battery around, even be careful dropping it because if it breaks open, it doesn't have to explode. But if you puncture the side of it, and as you know, if you've ever dealt with car batteries, they're pretty robust, right? I mean, would you agree with that? Oh, well, yeah. They're robust right. for a reason, and that's because they're full of acid. So you don't want that acid spilling out you know on onto anything that you value um which would be pr pretty much anything <laughs> yeah, that you right, have i yeah, guess right yeah, uh, so stay away from that yeah so just be be careful with that and uh you know and understand that they do in that as you said in that charging process they cr produce some hydrogen which can cause explosive it can be explosive if it's not properly vented john yours yours was sitting on the bench so it probably just blew the sides out what happens in your car is is it's almost like a, a barrel of a gun if it's sitting down in that battery well it shoots the acid up and guess where your face is it's usually above it you know so it's, yeah. it's not a whole lot of fun it doesn't happen very often but you only need it to happen once to have a really uh, bad day 
Exactly. Right. And I will tell you that if anything ever happens, you'll notice that the emergency uh, personnel on a, on a car scene, the first thing that they'll do in a really bad wreck, they come over and with a big pair of clippers and, and Cut clip the wire. battery cables immediately. Yep. Immediately, because when that fire starts in a car or anything like that, they got to get that out of there because that'll take that battery and just you know blow it up. Yeah, it turns it into another to an an additional yeah. um, explosion source. Yeah, this yeah you get some issues there. So, so all right, so we already talked about lithium batteries about you know about don't over don't puncture them. You know, it's most of them are in hard cases again. You know, like all our battery our tool batteries are in a really hard plastic case. In fact, we tried to destroy one. It was pretty. It was almost impossible. Um, I was really impressed, actually, John. I got to tell you. Yeah. Um, um, so don't you know? Don't puncture them and, and and don't overcharge them. But today, the technology in the chargers won't allow you to overcharge them. It won't allow them to get hot. They're, it's really superior. It's why yeah. it's why they're built the way they're built, and it's fantastic. It's why they can offer it out. So, so my basic point there is you really don't have to worry about your lithium batteries anymore um, other than puncture, you know, meaning don't crush it. Don't drive something over it. And then it has to be fully charged before it does anything anyway. So most of the time that's not going to be the issue. We did want to talk a little bit about alkaline batteries, right? And I wanted to relate a story. So my daughter at one time, she was having a little party outside the house, and we had this big bonfire going. Well, somebody, in their eminent wisdom, threw some batteries in the fire. <laughs> And I, I really, you know, I'd always heard, oh, don't burn your, don't burn alcohol and batteries, right? Don't, don't set batteries on fire. Well, I found out why. When they went off, they were like shotgun shells, and I mean, the problem was, is they were shotgun shells in the fire, and yeah. it blew sparks. I mean, all over. It was they were down in the embers, right? And it blew embers out for about fifteen feet all the way around. And fortunately, I guess it was fortunately nobody was around the fire at the time they touched off. But I was close enough that I heard them go off because it's it was like a gunshot. And I see I see this shower of embers, and I'm and this is, <laughs> and this is in a field, and I'm like, what the heck just happened? And then I realized that somebody had thrown their batteries in there, and they had thrown two batteries in there because they went off. To, it was two explosions, and then I had to go around and put hot spots out all around the fire. But the safety issue there would have been if people had been around the fire, and thank God they weren't. You know, they're here, here are these hot embers, and it would have landed on them, and it could have burned them. So don't burn your alkaline batteries, please. Dispose of them properly. So. Do we have anything else on safety, John? Oh, one other thing, you know, anytime you're using a, a fairly strong battery, including your car battery, really don't cross the two terminals. <laughs> like, don't, uh, yeah, never. Yeah. Uh, don't do that, folks. Yeah, especially with metal. Like, you'll get an instant arc, and um, that instant right. arc could burn you or burn whatever's around it, even on a 12-volt battery in your car. Well, I've burned it, up I've burned up plenty of wrenches and uh, screwdrivers. Yeah, yeah, and that was all on accident, right? You know, all on accident. All on accident. So just, you know, just be aware of that. You know, just be aware that it can happen. Um, we want you to be safe, obviously, right? All yes. right. John, we got anything else for batteries? We got it covered? No, I think this is a good it's a this is a good start. This is a good start. And we'll we'll you know we'll add some things as we uh you know, as as we go along here. But uh no, it's a good start, Larry. All right. Well, folks, if you have any questions, send us an email, questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. Uh, you can join our Facebook group at Handyman Pros. Um, our website, you can leave us voice messages, all kinds of cool things. We love doing this job, don't we, John? You know, some of our best listeners, I swear, I think they're listening from outer space because I continually have these things landing in my yard. What are they, John? It's a 
Probably a spaceship, Larry. I know. Probably and, a spaceship. And I'm constantly... Did you, did you check out how they're powered? I, I've been taking them apart. They've got some kind of battery technology that I'm not aware of, but, um, you know, next thing I know, I'm going to take one of them for, apart. Need that for a Tesla. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this podcast and have derived some value from it, here's four things you can do. One, tell your friends about this podcast. Two, hit subscribe on your podcast player. While you're there, leave us a review. Three, subscribe to our newsletter by going to handymanprosradioshow.com and click on the subscribe button. We'll inform you of upcoming events, shows, and give you actionable tips for maintaining your home and property. And four, send us an email with your questions to questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. That's handymanprosradioshow.com. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.